Kings of the North is back. Go. Week one in the books. Thanks for joining us. This is Rob with an H flanked by Professor Pigskin. <sighs> Fuck. The Beefcake. We've truly found our center in this uh, year of our Lord 2020. Mm. And wow. our extra special guest returning Dupola Sausage is with us. Ugh. Give me back my bullets. <laughs> Damn it. Why do we keep bringing this yeah. guy on? Always putting Skinner. No, literally, give me back my bullets, please. <laughs> He's so full of hate. I'm worried. I'm worried what he would do if we stopped inviting him. He might mm. <laughs> keep, him, keep him out of trouble. Violently. Yeah. Better yeah, to have him been getting, I've actually been getting into knives recently. Ooh. Really? Wow. That's exciting. Yeah, the only problem with it is I can't figure out how to get them in the barrel and then to shoot out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's difficult. Yeah, that's, that's tricky. That's tricky. It's difficult, but I'm trying to get into competitive knife fighting. What you should do is grip the blade mm-hmm. very hard to pull the handle off. Oh, okay. So that's, but make sure you're you're holding that blade really, really tight. Yeah, and get that recorded, too. Pull out I always thought of you as a well, butterfly. I'll, I'll keep, keep you updated. You a butterfly knife Ooh. guy, sausage? I was. That is how I lost my third and sixth digit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you fool me oh, twice. My. All right. Cool. <laughs> well, it's uh, this is one of those weeks where we've got all four NFC North teams represented, and it seems appropriate mm. given that uh, week one was uh, interdivisional. Mm. Um, so let's get right into it. The way it should um, be. Let's begin. Let's just get this over with. Um, let's talk about the Bears and my Lions. Mm. The return <laughs> of the cardiac kittens. Oh, um, are they back ever? Man. Yeah. Um, let's just start with uh, Polo Sausage. Your impressions. Let's just get this over with. Well, I mean, I knew from the very beginning that the Bears were going to win. I mean, it was, they pretty much locked it up right away. And then just, it was kind of a snooze from there on out. Just, just cruise, that, huh? Yeah, they had them just set up the entire time and just kind of let things play out as they would. Did you always have faith in Mr. Biscuit, Mitchell Trubisky? Even when others oh, yeah, lost their faith? I mean, I think, you know, when you have a, you know, you have a quarterback contest in training camp and you're sure. going up against a guy known for his large genitalia. You come out and you win. Well, then everyone knows who's packing the most heat. You know you're certainly saying? the alpha of the team. I'll give yeah. you that much. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. We're big training camp storyline guys in this podcast. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that pretty much clarifies it. There's, there's no reason to get deeper into that, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got to be gratifying for for Mr. Biscuit and that in at halftime, the NFL on Fox crew was talking about, they need to switch him out for Nick Foles. Then he comes out and especially that fourth quarter, he was just on fire, just throwing dimes, just poised. Maybe that's what the lions defense does to you. Well, that's why we make the big bucks and uh, they don't is because we have better takes than the Fox uh, commenters. And actually, and, and speaking of takes, the, let me let me 
it, Rob, first of all, I'd like to offer my condolences to you, but uh, thank you for really you thank know, you. taking one for the team here uh, because this is actually I, I know this sucks to start 0-1 and you know, losing to a, a you division know, rival I prefer, in I prefer your home stadium in your home stadium, but this was the best thing that happened for the NFC North because now the Bears are Mitch is giving them just enough hope, and there's no way, there's no way mm-hmm. in hell that Mitch Trubisky will be uh, pulled as the starter this whole year. He's getting the whole year because of this, and uh, that's good for everyone. Yeah, I'll say this: Mitch Trubisky, like 260 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Say you didn't watch that game at all, you'd be like, "Hey, that's a good game." <laughs> that's right. He Stats did have, don't lie, right, Professor. Um, he was part exactly. of, I think it was like a, like a 23-yard loss, I think it was, in the <laughs> yeah, third quarter. He backwards. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty impressive. My they Lord. recovered, though. Um, yeah. That's all that matters. Was, I, uh, that I, was really the only embarrassing moment. I, I, uh, that, actually, that actually brings me to uh, my Polish Sausages Buns of Steel Award, <laughs> who I'm going to... For maybe the first time ever, give it to a non-bear. I'm wow. going to give it to a member of the Detroit Lions. Yes, and that that is Jamie <sighs> Collins for doing the Stampy the Elephant or Homer like bumping his head into the guy because he's just a jerk. Uh, that's uh, it takes a lot of brains to, to yeah. plow those into a ref and get ejected from the game before that referee time. must have a been former pro wrestler because he sold it as <laughs> if he got like shot. Like he jerked <laughs> back, and yeah. I thought I get it. I would want He's that. He's calling him for whiplash later. Yeah, I I would want that call if the roles were reversed. But it's also just like it wasn't malicious. <laughs> he didn't hurt him. It's certainly the acting job done by the ref. I'll I'll agree with you, Rob. Uh, yeah. Was huge, and uh, yeah. you know, he he may have he he may have a future in show business. I gotta say that one. Uh, yeah. I think let's get let's get him in the ring and see see what we can do, you know. But this it's is another reason and there to boob that ref out of the building. Mm. Yeah, this is another reason, and I've always said this. This is why that the referees should be armed. If they knew that they were packing heat, <laughs> no one's going to try that. With, uh, it makes a lot of sense. But honestly, you want I think the players to be ref, armed though too. Yeah, that's a good point. That you know, it goes both ways. Um, Maybe yeah. think twice about throwing that flag. I think if you're gonna hit a ref, you gotta like make your money's count. You gotta like get your money yeah. out of it. Like, yeah. yeah, the he just didn't go far enough. You need to like take that dude down in the stomp on him. Yeah, times. if you're gonna go for it, like a good, go yeah. for it. Good stiff DDT. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Um, Rob, do you think uh, do you think that there's gonna be a head coaching controversy? So now Patricia has lost to the Bears, I think, five times in a row. Two, two games against a good Bears team and now three against a not-so-good Bears team. You know what? I'd stuck with uh, with the bearded one and the big-gutted one for all of last year. And, you know, it's tough to have a loss like this right out of the chute, especially given all of the fourth quarter. There's the reason they called them the Cardiac Kittens is that they 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 allow teams... They play down to their competition. Um if they if they're playing well, they'll just suddenly stop going with what works, and all of a sudden they'll have yeah, like what we yeah. just saw. Um, 
or they'll go down a ton and they'll start playing better again. There's just not any consistency with it. Um, so I am, I'll give him a little bit of rope, uh, Coach Patricia. Um, but, you know, if we keep seeing these fourth quarter collapses, you know, there's coaching is a big uh, component to that. So I, I will say that you know, one, one thing that needs to be acknowledged is that uh, Kenny Galladay wasn't playing. And he was the, he's the, probably the Lions' best player overall. Galladay must so, be acknowledged. Yes. Thank you. But you know who was? For the record. That I have to bring up. Yeah. Uh, little, let me, let me uh, get this stat line here for you. 14, 14 rushing attempts, 93 yards for 6.6 a carry. Yeah. Uh, the ageless one. Yeah, I'd like to, to order a beer for him, in fact, a little Whiplash IPA for, uh, <laughs> for AP, who is never going to die. Never, ever. Well, one, thing with, doing take. one thing with AP, though, that I felt like it was kind of a blessing and a curse how well he played. He, mm. in that third quarter, a lot about that. where they kind of pulled away a little bit, he was playing great, but then on all their subsequent possessions, they would give the ball to AP like first and second down and they started bottling him up and then all of a sudden they're in third and long and they went four and out uh, in uh, a bunch of their uh, fourth quarter possessions. So it yeah. kind of, they went away from what built them that lead and they went to AP. It, it was good to see him uh, with that explosiveness and everything, but they got to remember who, what kind of offense they should run. And that's, that's going to be through the air with the run kind of complementing it. Yeah, they did. Oh, kinda, I was. It, it is. Collins, Collins did kind of shoot himself in the foot as I've been there. I know how that goes, but you know, you had a starting linebacker go out and then you had corners get hurt. If I remember correctly yeah. uh, in that game. So then, you know, that leads to the fourth quarter comeback, which we all knew was going to happen, but still, you know, it's nice to kind of see those chess pieces on the board and kind of see a couple moves ahead, you know? Uh, yeah, and beefcake. I got I got to ask you a question because obviously you and I were rooting for the Lions. Um, I think the Lions are everyone's second favorite NFC North team, including Lions fans. Um, yeah, definitely. And uh, as much as we were rooting for them, did it kind of make you happy, happy at the end of the uh, game to um, see Detroit just Detroit themselves so hard? You know, in this crazy mixed up world, <laughs> there's something, there's something you, that was. <laughs> There was something so comforting, not just about having football again on Sundays and, you know, that, that normalcy, but uh, it was like a, it was like a nice big glass of milk before going to bed, just seeing a comfortable blanket Swift drop that ball. You know, it just, yeah, it just made you feel like you were six years old, huddled up next to the fireplace. Something, something about it, man. It just feels like something went right in the world. (laughs) This is making me sick. Um, Let's, um, Let's move on unless you have any other comments about the game. Um, yeah, next segment. I agree. Yeah, let's. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, not so fast. Not we so gotta fast. Talk about, uh, we got to talk about Green Bay coming in and taking care of business uh, against the Vikings. Um, Every day. This must be yeah. the. This must. Let's start with Beefcake because he looks like he's got a lot to say. This must have been the dream scenario for you. You know. It's interesting, and I'm going to start with with a, a drink that I actually saw that was being handed out on Sunday. This is not – I'm not ordering a drink here even though we're at the bar, but you, normally when you go into Minnesota, it's pretty host, It's a pretty hostile environment. You know, there's oh, yeah. lots of noise. Minnesota lots of, mean. Uh, oh, Minnesota mean 100%. But 
this year, what was really nice is that uh, Minnesota was just giving free shots to the Packers all day long. I think uh, <laughs> there was, I believe, four free plays that Aaron Rodgers got uh, in Minnesota. Um, James mm. Harden has come to the NFL. And I am here for it. Yeah, that, that actually segues into one of my first points, too. Because, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a day full of tributes. You know, obviously the game started off with that uh, tribute to George Floyd. Um, but it was the thing the biggest tribute paid was the Vikings defense paying tribute to Everson Griffin by jumping off sides on third down so much. Um, really just kind of took their hat to him, let him yeah, know that we missed him. Time. Yeah, gone, but certainly not forgotten. His presence all over the game. Man, I live I live about three or four blocks away from the beefcake, and I could just hear him slurring out, free play, free play, over and over in that game. Fucking yeah. Vikings. Not to mention the, the copious amount of beers that I spilled jumping to my feet yeah. every time uh, a defensive lineman jumped off sides. Yeah, Listen, as a fact, as a Packer fan, that's that means touchdown. That's what you're brought up. That that's part of you know your oh, elementary schools. You know, is like, oh, free play, touchdown. There, done. You know, one thing I want to, uh, I do want to give a little tip of tip of the hat to the Vikings on um, is just their ability to ensure the safety of not just the fans but also the Packers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it kind of after those questionable social distancing comments by Kirk to have the Vikings cornerbacks practicing it all game long was kind of a nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're kind of making up for him, uh, that's for sure. Um, now, I think the biggest thing to take away from this, though, Professor, was uh, that first that first half. I believe uh, Green Bay held the ball for twenty three minutes of the yeah. 30 minutes on the game clock in case you didn't know 15 plus 15 equals 30 and uh green bay had it for 23 of those in the first half yeah yes um it really hurt uh you know you pay a, you pay a running back like 12 million dollars and what does he do he misses, a block. Yeah, he misses a block on a cornerback and lets you get a safety and then oh kirk was thinking he threw that pass like 10 yards off target and it was just it was like a nightmare first half really it was a worst case scenario for you, it, Professor. It was one of those things where you're like, man, I can't believe we're only down 12, uh, which is a terrible <laughs> place to be. Um, yeah, it was a nightmare for a half, but you know what? We won the second half by three, so uh, I think we're one and one so far uh, in halves of football, so we got that going for us. <laughs> there you go. Um, Beefcake, I got to bring something up that I think yeah. you are excited about. Um, and it's actually, a, I'm going to order a beer for Aaron Rodgers, and it might be the first nice thing I'd order for him. Wow. Um, the big booty golden ale. Um, cause I'm, I'm sure when you heard them talking about how much Rogers was doing back squats during the off season, oh. you must have just got, like, been more excited than a three free plays in a row. It's, um, listen, every, I believe every time I saw or read or heard anything about that, I would just jump up and do about, I don't know, 20 to 30 squats myself just sure. to get that energy out. Cause, uh, the great like, genius spent a lot of time just talking about like, man, Rogers are in the offseason and like he, he was off balance. So he just did a bunch of back squats over and over. He's definitely kind of like post breakup bod going on now. You, you dump great. your girl, you know, and you do a bunch of squats and you're, you're, sure. you're back. That looked good for the ladies, man. So great we finally- talked a lot in general and I was not really interested in most of the things he had to say. So will you finally admit that Danica was bad for him? Um, wow, he's really uh, thinking. Got him. Over. Got him. 
<laughs> no, I won't. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna table that discussion. <laughs> about that um, in court, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna table this discussion to be Wait, what? a later date. Because, that would uh, absolutely not happen in court. Trust me. Yeah, no, it, it, it does. It, it did. Um, well, he doesn't know much about court, as I can tell you from this summer. Well, so. They do okay, have tables. What do you... Do you guys want to talk about what what's going no, on? Uh, you alluded no, to it last week. Now you're saying that I you like went to, to court? Prop, yeah, absolutely. Both of you? Like, it's not no. something that we can really bring up right now. The Polish is supposed to testify tomorrow, so we probably shouldn't bring it up yet. What? He's going to... Oh, shit. Surprise witness? Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> surprise witness after surprise witness after Should surprise have been witness. Known the sauce. Um, no one's given me a big bag of Whatever. cash yet, so... <laughs> oh, look. My <laughs> laundry is... is <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys are just going to gloss over this whole court uh, it, legal it's not, stuff? It, it's not important. What is important is that the Packers won... They're one and zero in the not only in the in the league but in the division, um, and we had a scoregami game. Yeah, uh, scoregami. Cheers to that. Yeah, we'll always drink. Thirty-four, the first time ever. Ever. It's weird. Uh, boy, it was like a defense optional type of game. It's, it's also a palindrome. Whoa, a palindromic oh, scoregami. That's a big word. Unprecedented. <laughs> A palindrome beefcake means same forward and backwards. Oh. Yeah. Like that's taco cool. cat. Ooh, I like man, that's cool. Tacos wow. Yeah. Um or Professor What? Professor, really quick, uh, what are you more concerned by? The Vikings offense or the Vikings defense? Oh, the defense. Wow. Um I mean, the Vikings offense put up 34, you know, and I know the first yeah, but half was that, kind of a lot of that was in garbage time. No, no, they started going off at seven minutes left. Like if the defense could have got one stop, all those scores would have been meaningful. This thing, they couldn't get a fucking stop. But the thing that's the dirty secret about the Vikings defense is that they were lucky to only give up 43 points because mm-hmm. the Valdez dropped so many fucking balls. They, the Packers could have put up 60 on us probably. Um, um, yeah. Our cornerbacks are like, Super young. Um, they have a lot of talent, but they're like really inexperienced, and they're they're probably no, just, you're they're like multiple first round picks. So there's all twenty two and twenty three and twenty four. Um, Trust me, as an expert of cornerbacks being selected in the first round, they're not all good. I promise. Hey, you gotta let me believe. Um, but it's definitely like the worst cornerback performance that I've seen in like Zimmer's era, and it's the worst pass rush I've seen a Vikings defense maybe ever. Um, I believe it is the worst. Uh, the most points given up by a Mike Zimmer coach defense ever. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm sure. Um, like, I think we maybe touched Rogers one time. Like we're missing. A, like, we've, I didn't really talk about this last week because it hadn't happened yet. We recorded too early, but Daniel Hunter is on the injured reserve now. Um, mm-hmm. And with him gone and Everson Griffin gone, we basically had no pass rush at all. It was like embarrassing. This Rogers is was sitting back. Like he probably could have done a couple sets of squats back in the backfield by himself and then launched a couple of balls. It was, it was bad. Man, the excuses um, just keep piling up. Yeah, uh, I mean, the reason. Um, uh, I, th- I honestly think without the pass rusher cornerbacks, it might be a, a tough year for your Vikings defense. Professor, you know, you're a person for the numbers. Sure. Statistically, based off of week one, wouldn't you say that by points allowed that the Bears are the best defense in the NFC North? I mean, yeah, they're on pace to be the best, Absolutely. Uh, I have to give you that. The Lions have a second best defense. 
Yes. Yeah, there it goes. Um, then third, so they're worst offense. So. Period. That's that's yeah, but that's, there's no lines. That's a, a palindrome for the offense, though. It's just completely reversed. So, or not completely, kind of. Never mind. Well, Don't worry about we'll it. Keep working on that. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Um, Delvin, Delvin Cook's on pace with 32 touchdowns, though. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm trying here. Any other comments about the game that we want to touch on? Do we want to quickly go around to some other games of note from the weekend? Um, first thing comes yeah, to mind, how about the Saints taking out the Bucks? Mm, Tom Brady sucks. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, no more Super Bowls for that pretty boy. Apparently uh, bringing back a, a retired tight end who scored two, three touchdowns two years ago was a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> Um, professor, you can, I'm sure, get on this. Arizona goes to San Francisco and beats them. Yeah, that's cool. I like that a lot. That's pretty dope. Yeah, San Francisco uh, losses are good. I feel like San Francisco, I feel like Arizona might be actually good this They're year. Very good, I think. So that's kind of cool. Um, anything else that was interesting? Um, no. Um, uh, I One thing that kind of made me feel a little bit better was the chargers Bengals game uh, where the Bengals come like I thought that the Lions had a tough had a tough the way that they ended up losing the game but Bengals end up driving down the field and um, the kicker missed like a 30 yard field goal to tie it and injured himself in the process um, yeah that's so going to be happy it, it Blair Walsh got hurt a lot too <laughs> but it, it it does kind of I'm starting to think that maybe I'm starting to feel a little bit of what you were saying, Beefcake, where you're talking about just these teams that have these roles and how it feels good when they when they meet that expectation. The yeah, Lions losing the way they lost to the Bengals losing the way they lost. By the way, those are probably my two favorite teams in the NFL. Uh, so it's yeah. an embarrassment of riches. Um, but you have a thing for shooting cats. It's an embarrassment of embarrassments. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, other than that, uh, those are the two games that I really was uh, uh, keeping an eye on. Oh, the uh, really quick, do we want to talk about the, uh, the Chiefs and the season opener? Um, they took care of business, mm-hmm. but uh, gonna win the Kansas Sox. City sucks. The the city itself sucks. Oh, oh yeah. Oh fucking. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It, it's, it sucks, but I feel like it would have happened in all 32 stadiums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Not, amount of like the amount of people online who are like uh, about Viking fans specifically who are just like, oh, maybe you would have won if you had like spent so much time protesting and actually practice football, as if they gave out like practice time to like. like <laughs> well, they did. You have to practice your protests. You should know this. I, I guess I don't know, but uh, it, it just it really triggered me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, despite that, it's good to have football back and, uh, yeah, it's good. It felt a little, little sense of normalcy, I guess. Sweet. All right. Uh, we are going to take a break when we come back a new segment for us. Fuck Mary kill. This is rated X. Oh, the old, (laughs) old, I know that game. (laughs) Of course you know. You can't fuck all three, though, Beefcake. Oh. 
One caveat. Yeah. Next up, you're gonna have to make a choice. Next up on Kings of the North. We're back on the Kings of the North. Rob with an H here with the Beefcake, the Professor of Pigskin, and extra special guest, Dupole of Sausage. Um, really quick before I forget, last week I kind of talked a little bit about um, some stuff I've been working on over the summer. Oh, yeah. Kind of mentioned that oh, I had uh, a new business opportunity that I was going to be starting Sick. up. Um, I do want to make an announcement that next week on the show, <laughs> I will be announcing my, my new business. So you're, you're announcing, announcing an announcement? Um, it's called a teaser, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's so, Is there anything really that good. we can wet our whistles with? Any, uh, yeah, little, any teases um, on the teaser? It, it, I guess really not. is yeah. really, I think everyone, what, that's part of the intrigue is not knowing what, oh, there's not a whistle to be wetted, I guess. Um, what, oh. it, you'll get I'll be, excited I'll be honest, I'm more intrigued now. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to give any details and that's intriguing. Oh. Um, just that well it, I'll put it this way. All three of you are going to be interested in availing yourselves of this business. Oh, wow. I guarantee it. That's saying a lot. Uh, so just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Great. Next, we maybe you've played this game before with your friends. You're having a beer, um, having a good shot. time, a couple shots, blackout drunk, <laughs> and you want to uh, decide. You put, a, put three uh, people out there and you have to decide. Fuck, marry, or kill. Um, right. We've taken that concept and, and we have put it uh, NFC North sized it. Uh, so we've got uh, quite a fun little uh, fun little uh, exercise ahead of us. Um, this was spearheaded by the professor, um, of course, him being sure. the intellectual of the group and all. Hi, bro. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna let him lead the way with this. And, and uh, sure. hijinks will ensue, I, I assure you. Yeah, so we, we have three different groups here. Um, the first two are NFC North quarterback related. Um, you see, and as you know, those are the romantic lover boys of the NFL, the pretty boys. Um, so with the first group, um, I'm going to give you guys three names. You have to decide which one you're marrying, which one you would have a, a wonderful evening romp with, and which one you're killing. Um, and... You know, we told we told you, hey, like you think you can't fuck them all, but the Polish you can't shoot them all. Okay, hmm. so uh, you got to pick one of each. Only fair, I guess. Uh, yeah. How do marriages uh, end typically? <laughs> <laughs> good, good question. Um, so on that note, the first group we have one Kirk Cousins, mm. uh, one Aaron Rodgers, mm. and one uh, Matthew Stafford. Mm. Um, so Beefcake, why don't you start this off? Um, do you want me to give all three here? Um, yeah, yeah. Give, yeah. Your, give your take. I think the obvious choice is marry the one, the most dashing of the three, yeah. and uh, two, I mean, certainly the most loyal and uh, um, the one who's going to provide for you for sure. Um, that's going to be Matt Stafford. 
That's right. Okay. Uh, All right. Good man. Uh, he's, he, there's something he's, I, I feel like he's going to be a real good, like he's going to, he's going to be a real good dad, like have some great dad jokes. Um, mm. Kind of like how Kirk is like, Oh, I'm nerdy. But he's like, actually like cool. Um, not a loser. Like uh, Kirk, who is easily on the kill. Uh, hmm. There's no, there's no question here. He's worthless. There's nothing good about him. There's, I mean, yeah, he, there's no reason for him to be on this earth. Well, uh, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It, it's what he wants at the same time. So actually, yeah. I'll be psyched about this. <laughs> and then I would, uh, you know, I like to think that I know Rogers pretty well, but I, uh, I think uh, knowing him biblically would be a whole different uh, situation. Mm. So, um, all right. uh, yeah, there, there's a little, there's a little intrigue there, but I don't want to know everything about him. You know. Okay. Uh, Depolish, how about you? Um, I would say, um, well, I kill Rogers. That's like I don't have to think twice yeah, about that. That's. <laughs> Guys are idiots. I mean, you can you can fill in most Packers at that point. Um, uh, outside of Jim McMahon, because he wore a Bears jersey when they uh, visited the White House after winning the Super Bowl. Jim McMahon, the only good Packer. Um, God, he was a Packer for a while. So, uh, so I, I kill Rogers, of course, brutally, but quickly, um, oh, nice. and then parody, parody, um, and then I think. I'm going to marry Kirk. And the reason what? why is because hmm. Kirk seems really dumb and easy to run around on. So like you could have him at home, you know, taking care of the kids, praying to Jesus, getting COVID-19 because he is wanting to die. And then you're running around on him on the side with a nice pretty boy like Matthew Stafford. I like that. Sure. I point. like that a lot, actually. Yeah, and I'm actually yeah. going to jump in here because we have the same exact order um, mm-hmm. sausage. Obviously, we're killing Rogers. Like, we don't need yeah. to stand on that. Um, well, actually, I'm going to. Um, anyone who is that mean to his family, who cares that little about his mom, um, obviously, it's just, if you can't love your own mom, you're like a terrible person and you deserve death. So I think mm-hmm. that makes the world a better place by killing him. Um, Obviously, I'm marrying Kirk. Um, I appreciate that he's a religious man. You know, I know my children would be brought up right, um, you know, raised, raised by the Bible. Um, so I like that. Um, and you know what? I like his dad dance moves. Um, they're kind of charming. Um, and obviously, I'm fucking Stafford because that guy just, I feel like he knows what he's doing. You know, yeah. Let's put it that way. He's been around sure. the block a couple times, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think he, and he looks like a giver. I can get on board with that. Yeah, he's going to get him deep. For I'm sure. kind of torn with this. Um, first thing, I'm going to marry Matthew Stafford. Uh, for one, he's happily married. The other thing is that he has the highest career earnings of any of the three. Oh, wow, that's he's, he's made, I looked it up while uh, while Beefcake was droning on. He made $270 million in contract money. Um. So you're you're set if you're married to Matthew Stafford. If you get divorced from him, you're getting half of that. So yeah. I looked up Aaron Rodgers is right around two forty. Um Okay. And maybe he endorsement money, we don't know, but uh so I'm definitely marrying Stafford. He seems like a good guy and all that. Uh in terms of who I'm going to kill I guess I'm going to kill Kirk because he, like you said, he yes. seems to be asking for it. He seems like he wants to be a martyr for this. 
COVID is a hoax cause. Um, so I'll, if he wants to die, then he can die. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not thrilled about fucking Aaron Rodgers. Um, but because he's kind of he's selfish. <laughs> yeah. There's some, some I mean, he do a lot worse. Rogers definitely seems like the kind of guy that would like throw some money at you for ca- cab fare after, and then just like not look at you again uh, as soon as totally, the beat's done. Yeah, he's totally the guy who's like expects you to go down on him, but won't return the favor. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah. So foolish. You're saying he's like Rod Stewart, is what is what you're. We've saying. We've all met yeah, those before. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Bad news. Yeah, but Rod Stewart. So Rob, yeah. uh, Rob you and That's I have tough. the same. Uh, yeah, the same right. Then too. Yeah, we're simpatico on that. All right. Well, we got a we got a second group here coming up. Oh. And this is the this is the all Chicago, all Bears version. Uh, um, I can't kill it's all thirty quarterbacks over the last ten seasons. Yeah, right. I can't go Metallica on their ass and kill them all. Nah, only in your dreams. Um so we have um the two current quarterbacks, um Titty Kiss and Mitchell Trubisky. And um, Big Dick Nick Foles, which will obviously inspire a lot of conversation. Um, but we're also throwing in recently divorced Playboy, most eligible bachelor, Jay Cutler. <laughs> himself is back on the market. Wow. It's, uh, this is tough. It's a bevy yeah. of riches, honestly. Um, I want to hear what sausage you have to say first. Yeah, I want to go to sausage first on this one. See, I don't think this one's that hard, personally. Mm. Um, I think uh, I think as far as as I'll start with kill. I'll go in reverse order or a different order. Uh, I'm going to kill Big Dick Nick, and here's why: because he's already shown that he's completely useless. You don't need him. Trubisky already <laughs> proven that he's the quarterback. He's won the competition. Really, at this point, you know Nick Foles is just a waste of money. You should just clear his contract and, and get rid of him. Um, Smart. And then for Good marriage, though, yep, exactly. Yep, that's in his clause that if he gets brutally murdered, <laughs> he don't have to pay that. his family. Um, Smart to include okay. that. So for marriage, then I'm easily easiest decision of my life. I'm picking Jay Cutler. Wow. I mean, have you seen his Instagram? He's just hanging out on his farm with his chickens and his cow. Yeah. He's uh, he's cool. he's cooking like. Uh, non-grain pasta. He's just having a great time. Uh, Jay Cutler, I want to settle down and live on his farm in Nashville with him. Seems great. Uh, And then, you know, of course I'm going to bang Mitch Trubisky. I want him to kiss my titties. He doesn't. (laughs) There you go. Very kinky. Um, Wow. Uh, Rob, what about you? Um, Initially, I was thinking, my first thought was that I was going to take the the, the same list as sausage, uh, but I think I'm going to change it up a little bit. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to marry, uh, I'm going to marry uh, um, uh, Mr. Biscuit. Uh, I want to be, mm. I want to be, well, Mrs. Biscuit, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm just open up your own line of, uh, of like gravies and uh, <laughs> flowers and things. Biscuits. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, he's the he's the youngest of the three. Seems like he's got the most uh, energy of the three, I guess. Particularly 
romantically and sexually. Um, so sure. that's what I'm thinking. Um, in terms of who I would kill, then I'm going to have to say Nick Foles because it seems mm-hmm. like he's accomplished more than any of the three. He won a Super Bowl. You know, he's achieved Good. something that every football player would want to be in quarterback for a football for a Super Bowl champion. So he's kind of got uh, he can he can die like a fulfilled man. Um, guess I'm and then I. I guess I'm fucking Jay Cutler then, smoking Jay. Um, and I don't know what that would be like, uh, but it'd be, I'd be curious. I feel like the same, I feel like the same conversation happened many times at the bars surrounding Vanderbilt. I guess I'm fucking Jay Cutler. I don't know what it's going to be like, but we'll see. It's going to happen. <laughs> Beefcake, no bear's hair. All right. I mean, the first. The first one of these is pretty easy for me. Uh, As Polish Sausage was going on and on about Jay Cutler and how fantastic he is right now that he's, uh, you know, a single man and and all that and and doing his thing. Um, There's no way I'm going to deprive the world of that, so I will not tie him down. However, I would like to spend an intimate evening uh, with the gunslinger himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll end up smoking, I'm sure, afterwards. Yeah. Uh, is they do in, they do that in the movies, and that's how you know they had yeah. sex. Good. Um, figured that out my, myself. <laughs> Quite um, the film buff, aren't just, you? Just now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm. You know. I, I'm, I'm getting there. Um, I was looking. Then actually, it was uh, it was Rob that kind of got me on this thought about. Okay, well, if I'm going to marry someone, they might as well have some money. And Nick Foles has made a so much money like for not like he's on the sam bradford level of like money made for downs played kind of thing like very few quarterbacks have made more like money that. at playing less football than him money made um, for sure. downs played. yeah that's a good stat he's the only one I, I, he's the only one with the ring to give you there oh <laughs> there yes yeah, so you know he's loyal that's how that works Oh, um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Nick Foles um, okay. because he's gonna treat me right, and by treat me right, I mean buy me a lot of shit. So that um, means you're killing. Yeah, I'm gonna kill. Well, the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears is who I'm gonna kill. That's the way I'm looking at it. Um, you know, we can all agree on that. I think. Fair enough. Mm. Um, I'll bring us home here. Um, I'm I'm also gonna marry Mitch. Um I, I don't need to expand on it too much. I just think his his pro um giving sexual nature is obviously something you gotta lock down. It's a great um, point. It's a long term thing, yeah. Yeah. Um so then between the other two, I've gotta kill Nick Foles and honestly, it's mostly out of spite. Uh, he beat us in the NFC North Champ NFC championship game <laughs> and I'm one to hold him. Um uh you know, I'm not gonna let that go probably forever. Um, and so he needs to die. And that's just, it's as simple as that. It doesn't need to be anything more. Um, fuck him. And then I'm, I'm going to fuck Jay Cutler. Um, he, I was thinking about marrying him, but because he seems kind of cool, but I saw a couple episodes of his reality TV show and like, he seems like kind of like sure. a dope. Like I think like oh, yeah. one or two nights where he's like, you know, right, you're running around with chickens. Right. And he, you're making pasta. It sounds cool. But like, I think a lot of the, that just turns into him to sitting on the couch grunting at you. Um, so I think that the luster would, rest, would kind of rub off fast. So you know, have your time with them, have a night or two. That's yeah, it. for sure. Mm. I'm glad no, none of us are killing Jay Cutler. That's the important thing. Yeah, that's, that's I think he's having. 
I think he's having a resurgence first. Yeah. He's I think their stock is on the rise. Quest, here's the real question. Does he come back to the NFL this year? He might be too good for the NFL. <laughs> Certainly too That's good for the point. Chicago Bears. I Why think would he should he? be getting in touch with the Rock and start talking about the XFL. I think he could definitely be the leader. They I'd need. be down for that. That's, that would be the best. Ah. Uh, so we got one more player here. coach. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we got one more group here. Um, and we're going to go outside the NFC North a little bit for this one to hit some fun coaching personalities. Um, sure. Uh, obviously, Golden Boy of, the NF- of our podcast, uh, my, um, Andy Reid, is on there. Um, the ever contentious a former NFC North, Mike McCarthy. And then we got uh, Bill Belichick, um, you know, super wow. controversial. Um, How do you choose? Rob, uh, Rob, why don't you start us off this time? Um, first thing that comes to mind, I am going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Andy Reed. Seems like, seems like he'd be a lot of fun. He'd be wild. <laughs> Just a fun sentence to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who am I going to kill that? Just you saying, just saying that sentence, yeah, it's so good. That seems like a good drop for later. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, no. I'm going to who boy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um he he just doesn't seem like that much fun, which is weird in contrast with Bill Bell. Mm. Check who I guess I'm marrying. Yeah. But Belichick, again, I gotta I, I'm a gold digger. I follow the money and no one's made more money than Belichick. Um, right. especially with this new subway endorsement he's got. So what the hell was that? That was so weird. <laughs> oh man. I'm I'm not trying to Oh sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um because I was no, thinking about I, don't, I don't have any thoughts about Subway. I, I, I was I was going to think about marrying Bill Belichick as well, but I decided that you can't marry a cheater like that. Um, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. So you can't have that Ooh, in your house. Wow, um, that's a good point. You know, a guy with that kind of edge who likes to win so badly at any cost, he's worth a couple nights. So I, I throw him in the fuck category. I would fuck Bill Belichick for sure. Um, and then mm. you know. When you're thinking about an ideal spouse, you want somebody who's fun-loving, who's joyful, who's like, um, you know, brightens up a room every time he walks into it or every time he dabs into it. I'm obviously marrying our boy, Andy Reid. No <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Super dab. And then I'm killing Mike McCarthy mostly because I want to see Beefcake cry. Wow. No massages in hell. Yeah, well, I guess I'll I'll go off on that. Then, uh, um, just to, I mean, I'm also going to be killing Mike McCarthy because he's a dirty, yeah, dirty traitor, professor. That he's that turned on him. Deserves to rot in hell forever. Uh, he's, I think they're still. He's, he's in Dallas he's, now. He's a coach of Dallas now, and he sucks. Wait, did he not get fired from Green Bay? Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's only yeah. Yeah. a traitor. Well, yeah. no, because now he's. He's coaching Dallas. That's awful. Okay. You can't do that. It's terrible. Um, 
No, he's a dirty, dirty traitor and he sucks and I hate him. Um, So in your mind, someone who works for an organization should continue to be loyal to them after they get fired. Absolutely. This is the Green Bay Packers are are a lifelong like choice. It's not (laughs) you you can't you can't. There's no flip flopping here. You can't jump in and out. Mm -hmm. Um, Fire. Anyway. Um, wow. I can't believe he didn't make any of these lists. Um, hmm? I think I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm, I'm with Rob here. I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a I'm a bit of a cash grab guy, a little ring chaser, if you will. Uh, I'm going to marry Bill Belichick because I really don't care how much cheating he does, to be honest with you. Um, so long as the rings are still there at, at the end of the day and the money's there. Um, I'll, 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 you know, I'm fine with that. I'll be his trophy wife. No big deal. Um, hmm. Uh, and then, uh, boy, oh boy, Santa Claus is coming to town. I'm going to, uh, have a hot night of passion with one Andy Reid because, uh, you think he would wear that face mask that he was wearing on I, Thursday? The one Fall, thing I hope he wears is his, like, uh, his, like, uh, utility belt that he always has on with, like, the pouches on it and stuff. Oh, oh. man. Yeah. Sign me up. It'll be a wild night. There you go. All right. Bring us home. Well, I, I have a different take on this. I uh, I think I am going to fuck Mike McCar- McCarthy, but mm. I probably not actually do. I'll probably give him like a nice gentle handy while giving him a massage. You know what he's used to. <laughs> sure. You know, I don't want to really jump straight in there. Um, and I'm going to differ from all of you. I'm going to kill Andy Reid. Uh, wow. Mostly because they don't let wow. you hunt walruses. So this is my one chance. <laughs> To, to take one down. Sure. Great point. And then I'll marry Bill Belichick because, you know, you like yeah. someone in a relationship that's going to challenge you and no one's craftier than Belichick. So he's mm, going to keep you on your toes. For sure. Mm, I like that. Well, keeps it, keeps it nice and saucy. A surprising amount of Bill Belichick marriages happening. I think I'm the only one who didn't marry him. I mean, yeah. he's a winner. We all respect yeah. him. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. All right. Well, that was very contentious. Yeah, there's a lot um, more that came from. Like you take mentioned the no breath fire sightings today, but yeah, I was shocked. Certainly, oh, a lot to think stay about. Tuned. Um, I'm. I feel like I need to go have a cigarette now. <laughs> After all that talk of, I'm pretty wound <laughs> up. So, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna talk about the Packers. We're gonna talk about where one can watch the Packers. Uh, here in the mm. Twin Cities. This is going to be a public service for all you cheeseheads out there. Uh, so come back with us on Kings of the North. We're back on the Kings of the North. Hey guys, Ooh. back with you. Yeah, hey guys. Um, we maybe you've heard about this, maybe you haven't, and we're breaking the news to you. But um, I would say the preeminent Packer bar in the Twin Cities, the Herkimer. Uh, unfortunately, what about two months ago? Um, like maybe more. Um, somewhere in there, they were unfortunately uh, forced to close down, and. Obviously, that left a big hole in the Packer fans' hearts, especially around the Twin Cities. Um, but we're here to help. 
Uh, yes. We have brainstormed and we thought of some of the best replacement locations for Packers fans to watch uh, their beloved pack. Um, so with that, I'll turn it over to the panel and we'll let the healing begin. Yeah. Um, here, I'll, I'll jump in here. Um, cause I was I was feeling bad for you, um, Beefcake. You know, they rolled out all the barrels that hurt Herkimer and didn't leave you anything to drink. And I was thinking, where would be the best place, um, you know, for Packers fans to go? Uh, maybe a place that has a lot of room, um, a, a space that, like, you know, is kind of run down a bit so you can get a little rowdy in there. Um, that you can kind of, like, romp sure, around sure. in. Um, and I was just kind of like scanning around Minneapolis. Uh, I was driving around, kind of was searching high and low, and I found this great place. There's there's a couple of scorch marks here or there, but um, the police precinct uh, number three um, in southern Minneapolis. A uh, lot of real estate there. Uh, I think you can do something really nice with that space. So that's what I'm going to recommend. Man, if you can find like. There's something slightly more popular than the police precinct. You found it, yeah, you know. That was uh, that's a good one. Um, I mean, the one thing it'll it'll certainly emulate Lambeau Field because uh, there's no walls anymore. I assume, you know. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the winter, you get you get the nice cool air coming in. Unlike right. you know Vikings fans who who can't stand to be outside during a game, you know. Yeah. We can we can show our dominance that way. That's good. I like that. And then, like, the Bears Bar in town's a cop bar, so it only is kind of fair that, like, this is... Yeah, you know, yeah, the rival cop... Oh, you could do rival cop bars kind of thing? Mm. That's cool. Mm. I like that. There we go. Be part of the healing. Yeah, you know me, I that pains me about allergies. You know, you might think that I'm, I'm a sure. blue lifer, but no, nobody hates cops more than me. <laughs> if I had to think of one group of people that should not be armed, it's police. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, so on that note, um, where would you put, where would you put, um, the new Packers bar? Um, so I would, um, I would actually do something a little, uh, a little sneaky if I was a Packers fan, as you know, how <laughs> sneaky Packers Ooh. fans are, what, Aaron Rodgers what did suggest, have a, sneak in front of uh, a group of, uh, Packers owners, uh, local to the twin city should do is to buy the, uh, the old Viking bar in Cedar Riverside and then Ooh. keep it named the Viking bar, but then paint the inside all green and gold, spread the word by word of mouth um, that it's going to be a Packers bar. And then when unknowing Vikings fans come in, you can ambush them with all of your cheese and wow. And you can do other really good ideas. You can do other Wisconsin traditions. Like you can have a meat raffle. You can have an assault rifle raffle. You can, you know, feel up your cousin. You can do all the things that you like to do in Wisconsin, but do it under wraps, under the guise of being a Vikings bar. You know, this is actually a really, really good idea. Um, and uh, I'm going to speak with my fellow owners uh, tonight, actually. I think we, we, we have a nightly, you know, before we go to bed, we, we like to talk to each other. Make sure everybody's okay. Uh, you get on that Discord yeah, that sure. – uh, the Packers owners discord, you know, you need your membership number. Of course. Yeah. To log in. Uh, and I'm going to bring this up because uh, this is, this is actually getting the gears turning a little bit uh, sausage. I think you may have, you may have stumbled onto something here. Wow. Mm. Nice. Uh, I thought sausage, you were going to say sneaky peeps when you said it was time to be sneaky. Uh, I know one Packers fan who already loves that place. So. Yeah. 
I'm sure. I'm sure he was there during the game on uh, on Sunday. Uh, all right. So, Beefcake, why don't you bring us home? Do you have a, a new place that you like to call home? Well, I do. I have maybe what I would consider to be the perfect place to watch the game if you're in uh, the Twin Cities area. Um, and that is to actually come on over to Beefcake's bungalow and watch the game with me. Um, specifically, wow, uh, what an invitation. Well, let me tell you, I have really redone the place over here. Um, yeah. actually installed healing crystals all over in the apartment into the walls. Mm. Um, so actually your toxin levels will slowly go down while you are sitting in this, in this apartment with me. Um, I have to be in here, of course, with you. Uh, that's, you know, they, they radiate off my centered energy. Um, um chakra. In addition, I have, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be preparing meats for every um, for every game. Uh, they'll be prepared in naturally uh, uh, naturally by a hickory smoked fire out back. Uh, I've installed a brick oven that connects to that fire, so we can have natural uh, healing pizzas uh, and meats, the everything you could ever want. Um, and uh, through you know just just. Uh, coming over we'll we'll do some meditation at uh, at halftime and uh can all enjoy the game together in a stress-free environment wow look like no matter how much you bring up all this stuff like the courts aren't gonna like use it as like character oh, God, just, can you um, not talk about that like the, the, eight, are you a.m tomorrow <sighs> are you thinking he's going to introduce this episode as evidence in whatever court you two are in court against each other I'm trying to sway a sausage's testimony tomorrow hmm. uh, well no amount of crystals is be my tes- testimony it's only cold hard cash also please don't introduce this uh, podcast any longer no yeah um this would be thrown out <laughs> uh i mean crystals and meat though that, that does sound like kind of a good time so a little sacrilegious, but no. Oh, and only the ladies are allowed in here, by the way. <laughs> We're not invited. Right, well, that's that's too bad. Whatever. From that. All right. Well, any other thoughts? I'm still I'm just into confused. The, I'm into the striking bar idea. Like, I'm, uh, I think maybe we'll, we'll put this out as a poll um, and uh, have all the listeners vote. I'm still just really confused as to what's going on between the two of you and how the, and how the sausage fits into this. Like, maybe I don't want to know. Maybe the less said, the better. Whatever. Um, can okay. I offer one more suggestion? Can I offer one more suggestion just in the meantime, while the fans are voting on the best place to watch the game, what you can do in the meantime for a true Wisconsin experience is uh, you go, you find your local Culver's restaurants you you order up some disgusting cheese curds from there, um, a halfway decent, uh, halfway decent burger, and you smuggle in a uh, pint of peppermint schnapps, and you chug that while swallowing down the cheese curds whole. And that's a very good uh, Packers real life Wisconsin Packers fan experience. Yeah, there it is. And you watch wow. the game. On one of those like portable, like you have like one like antenna thing off of it, like. Uh, with portable TVs. 
you know, trying to pick up that broadcast signal. See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think a true Packers fan would be sneaky about smuggling in the schnapps. No, they would just, yeah, just tap it out. Is you don't need to be sneaky about it. I'm going to get some peppermint schnapps for the game this weekend, though. Sounds great. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up and look ahead to week two. Come back with us on Kings of the North. Kings of the North is back. Yes. I'm going to wrap things up here, but not before we look ahead to week two, critical week two. Uh, huge. Let's talk about those juggernaut Bears and their MVP quarterback. Um, they'll be hosting the New York football Giants. Um, you think they can keep the momentum going, Sausage? Yeah, I think... You know, in my opinion, this is a classic uh, David versus Goliath uh, story. With, if I remember my Bible correctly, Goliath was a giant and David was a bear. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, that checks that out. Right. Yeah, I think that's how it works. So, yeah, classic story, it's biblical, and I'm pretty sure David wins. <laughs> Never thought of it that way. Good, great analysis. Yeah, uh, let's yeah. talk about the Vikings uh, headed to Indianapolis. Um, they got to right the ship here, don't they? Yeah. Um, there, there's two things to circle. The first is um, uh, Philip Rivers um, going against our young, shitty cornerbacks. The second thing, though, is Adam Thielen versus Xavier Rhodes, who is signed there as a free agent. Um, so, for the first time ever, I would like to uh, steal a line from Beef Tech here and say, looking forward to those roads being open. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. Life in the fast um, the lane. Only problem here, <laughs> Professor, I see for you is that not only are you facing Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers lost last week. And oh, yeah? uh, that's never good because uh, he's, uh, he's, he's going to come in firing, I think. Mm-hmm. It must be a nice feeling knowing that you're going to have a bunch of roads, pass interference calls go your way this time. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to like 80 yards and like pass interference penalties, something like that. Kind of makes it get the offense kickstarted here. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, it'll it, it, cure it. It works like a charm, let me tell you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Can't imagine. And uh, the big game of the week, the one that everyone's talking about. Um, those cardiac kittens of Detroit headed to Lambeau. Um, yes. I feel like the Lions are going to put up way more resistance than the pathetic Vikings did, but it'll still be a, a tough matchup given how impressive the Packers were. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that they'll be, well, they're a superior team to the Vikings. We've already discussed this at length. Um, it, it basically, at, on every level, they're, they're, no they're far superior. Um, however... <laughs> You know this this Packers offense is just beginning to scratch the surface of what it's capable of, and uh, I think they're gonna little they're gonna have a little cat scratch fever uh, in Lambeau this week. Mm-hmm. I I haven't seen is it uh, I haven't seen what the ruling is. I assume Lambeau is gonna be like beyond capacity, mass <laughs> optional. <laughs> so, the way fever is encouraged. Yeah, so so I I've, I've been talking to the owners about this, and uh, they we said that we were going to have no fans in the stands for the first two games. Um, the important thing is in the stands. Um, mm-hmm. 
They're all going to be in the aisles, you know, <laughs> areas around the, you know, out there in the parking lot on the field. Actually, I believe is there's going to be a, a spot for them. So don't worry, there'll be uh, there'll be plenty of uh, fans in attendance. Well, there's usually a several fans wearing striped shirts on mm-hmm. the field every time the Packers play Lambeau. So, got to see Lambeau yeah. leaps this year. That's I'm. I'm I'm going to be live tweeting as things happen, and uh, it, you, don't worry, I'll be breaking well, the story. I don't think that the I think the Lions aren't going to give up any touchdowns anyway, so mm-hmm. we might yeah. have to wait till next home game. Yeah, no, you're right. you're not going to oh. give up any touchdowns in the final 30 seconds of the game. You're right about that. Well, it's the most critical time of the game. All right. Well, it should be another uh, fun week. Um, week one was certainly dramatic. Um, albeit in not so good ways for me, but my emerging small business is going to pr- provided me solace. And like I said before, next week, uh, I'll be unveiling the details. So you're definitely going to want to uh, check that out. Um, so hope you enjoy your week one. Hope you and yours are staying safe. And with that we will bid you adieu. Oh, for our extra special guest, the Polish sausage. I got a barrel that's navy blue, burnt old, orange, and cold. <laughs> for <laughs> Professor Pigskin. Uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, Kirk Cousins and Mike Pence photos from this weekend. <laughs> for the beefcake. One word of advice. Never let anyone sign your checks. <laughs> this is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us on the Kings of the North. <laughs>